0: Cool. I know I'm a little off-center. I'm leaving room for the slides over here, so bear with me. Um, Gita, welcome back. How are you doing? Good to have you. Pujari, welcome to the program. I love the, um, the feather boa in front. That's awesome. Yo, Gita, always a pleasure. Looking forward to your talk next week. And Jatila's here too, he's just not signed in. And then we've got a bit of a, one sec. Everything's really backwards on my end today. Got a bit of a crew here at Konalani. Here we go. Is everybody perfect? And we're back. Okay. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get started so tonight is our creative consciousness class it's a class devoted to the exploration of really uh, gyana yoga you know i know that we call gyana yoga uh you know basically the study of philosophy but it's really like an art form that you have to participate in and today is sort of an opportunity that we set aside where normally we take in we take in we take in a lot of information and then this is a time we set aside to let it resonate and then to allow ourselves to approach the creative process to be creators um, from the most yogic or most centered place we can imagine um, and, and really to let that process unfold. You know, Swami Rujananda said repeatedly, meditation is a creative process, he uses the word creative almost as much as he uses the word grow. I mean, it really is in there a lot. And so here we are setting aside time to explore this as a sangha in a a sort of a formal setting and to see what comes of it every time it's been incredibly both entertaining, but also incredibly inspiring, I think. So we're going to begin. Marcella is going to give us, take about five minutes to recap some of the inspirational work uh, since our last session. And then I'll come in and add a few notes on the previous uh, dharana, and then uh, it'll be time to meditate for a little bit and then write. So Marcella, I'll hand it over to you.
1: Thanks. Hello everybody. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to basically uh, bring up a couple of the points that were really kind of stuck out to me and came up in my own writing. And I'm glad that Sachan brought up just kind of the creative process and how important that is because that was also something that was coming up for me is like taking that time to uh, work with it for me really to to write it out I find that like when I just do this free writing practice it's like so much more is uncovered or just more layers of understanding are uncovered and so I kind of just wanted to bring that back up And then going back, if you remember the class that we did on Ganesh and getting to know, um, getting to know Ganesh, it brought me back to that feeling of devotion and how for me, when I like sing, when I like bring up that feeling of devotion, it instantly like opens my heart and I'm instantly in a more
2: like centered space. And it's even easier to connect to that
1: feeling of devotion when we are getting to know the deities. Um, It was really awesome to hear all of the, the stories and the history and how all of that is connected. And that really, for me, helps me connect to that feeling of devotion and in turn just really
2: easily sink into that more relaxed open state. Mm. And then when
1: we we then talked about the Shambhavi Mudra uh, as a practice to, we were talking about it in terms of working with it to find balance and paying attention to our breath and noticing the pause and When I was doing like writing about it, what really came up a lot of the time was how it can bridge the gap from our practice on the cushion into our lives. And how it's, to me, it really seems like doing this practice on the cushion gives us the tools that we need to be able to do practice in our lives because Like all of the situations and everything that we come across in our day-to-day, I really feel like is meant to be there for us to grow, to work with. It is supposed to be what we are meant to go through and work through in order to achieve the most growth throughout our lifetime and being able to have the senses open, have our eyes open, take in. The world,
2: and then still be able to practice. That was just really a really interesting and
1: fun topic that came up and that I was exploring this week. So I will pass it over back to Satya.
2: Thanks, Marcella. Let me
0: just get our screen synced up on our end. All right. Thank you. Now, yeah, I enjoyed that recap. Um, the the Kirtan class was was you know it was just perfect. You know, you're right. The stories uh, help you connect, and it's interesting because here we are doing a creative writing class based on our practice, which essentially is literally what we're saying we were so inspired by. It's like we're literally going to create stories based on the experience of our practice. That could hopefully maybe inspire others. So yeah, I felt the exact same way. And if you all remember the some of the key points um, that Chaitanya, you know, gave us that day was that Ganesh is sort of like the same concept as the wish to grow. I thought that was fascinating. You know, that the wish to grow is this seed that must be present in any practice. And so when you sort of say that wish to grow, um, and, and as Rudy teaches it. Um, essentially for, for Chaitanya in, in, the, in the way that Ganesh is sort of presented in the stories for him, um, Ganesh represents that seed of inspiration that has to be present no matter what practice you're about to do. Um, and then also approaching Ganesh from this level of innocence was a huge uh, part of his talk. The idea that um, Ganesh is often depicted as a as a child or a baby Ganesh and I was like oh what does that mean and like I thought Ganesh is like this you know big concept that you can barely fathom and he's like oh no it means you approach Ganesh like a child like you're like when you're a child like with without any agenda you know um just like here's where I'm at here's what I need you know just today we were talking uh during seva about the word sharanam you know to take refuge because we were doing a chant and I was like oh do you know what this word means and realizing like how much more it could bring to it and we sort of all reflected on what what it means to take refuge for us and uh and I think that uh Chaitanya was sort of alluding to that same concept where you can really take refuge in Ganesh as like a child might take refuge in their parent um and then we chanted, you know, the the words that we chanted in those songs were about protect me, guard me kind of thing. And um, and so hopefully that inspires a little bit for you. And then as um, Marcella was talking about, you know, we can keep coming back to this, but this, this fun concept where you got to wobble, you know, in life. There's no day when you wake up where there isn't this kind of wobble going on in your life whether it's at work or at home and you can act like oh i just wish my wife my my life not my wife would stop wobbling uh but that's impossible just like you can't make this stick just be still you know but the shambhavi mudra means you are holding that centered space working uh inside amidst the wobbles and what we do is we get better at balancing the stick, the wobbles won't ever stop. That's Shakti. That's the ceaseless pulsation of prana. You know, that's the ceaseless pulsation of manifestation, but you can get better at balancing, at holding your center amidst the wobbles. And that seems to be a pretty big deal. And so um, I've been, I've been inspired by trying a little bit less to fight the wobble and a little bit more to say, Hey, I got to figure out a way to find my balance in this situation. So There's another little recap. So thanks, Marcella. Our goal here was to inspire you to sort of bring your attention back to some of the points we've worked with. Um, And now we're going to meditate. And then we'll take that meditation right into our free write. And that'll lead to uh, sharing and discussion. So hopefully, you're comfortable in your seat. Feel free to move around
2: a little. We're right on time, Marcella. It's never happened before. All right. All right, so working initially with the, uh, the work of
0: our previous dharana that we'll be alluding to and using in our practice in a moment. But before we start that, you know, using the teaching that Babaji often gives us, rocking forward and back in your seat. And here you're sort of imitating the wobble. It's embracing the wobble of life. You rock forward and back so that you can find center. And ideally, the center point that you find is not one of effort, but it should feel a bit like that moment when you actually balance something on the tip of your finger where it actually feels weightless. And that's what Babaji always cues that it should feel, you should feel
2: weightless at this centered position. And you don't really have to stop all of a sudden, you know, if you were a buoy in the ocean and the ocean suddenly got still, it would take a while for those waves to truly subside. And as the physical kosha stills, the pranamaya,
0: the next level, the pranic level uh, illuminates and you can feel
2: that that wobble, that pulsation within in the form of your breath. And we can embrace
0: the wobble of our breath just like we did with our body. You smooth out the breath a little bit. You keep it
2: moving. to move with it harmoniously and the breath doesn't need to stop you know for you to find stillness within it it just has to be smooth and even And from here, you have the option to
0: gently open the eyes to allow yourself to have a soft focus
2: and to begin to approach the Shambhavi mudra. All the senses outside of us represent
0: the endless wobble of the stick. Endless information
2: coming and going, even my voice, right And we all just want the wobbles to be over, to just stop wobbling, to just find stillness, to just feel the heart. But it might not be the most direct path. The most direct path is to work with your experience. There is a place of stillness within you that you
0: can reference within this moment. Just like when I'm
2: balancing the stick, I'm holding my center. Well, Right now, you can hold your center and feel the breath still moving. You don't have to think very much about your center. Just know that it's in your heart. And let your inward gaze rest upon it.
0: Just like if you were balancing, you might have a focal point outside of you. Well, here the focal point is the heart. And you just
2: rest your gaze inwardly, even though the eyes are open. You feel the heart as you breathe. Sometimes you get swept into the thought flow. It's almost like the stick leans to the
0: side and you just sort of don't realize it, but it just
2: sort of falls over. And that's when you just pick the stick back up. You know, you find your physical center and you start to gently smooth out the breath and try to find your heart amidst the pulsation of the breath. And as you hold that awareness at center amidst the breath flow, allow the pauses between your breath to come to you. And to feel that fusion of inner and outer worlds that occurs at each fusion of the inner, in-breath and out-breath. As the Vijnana Bhairava teaches, whenever in breath and out breath fuse, at this instant, touch the energyless, energy filled center. whenever in-breath and out-breath fuse. At this instant, touch the energy-less, energy-filled center. You can't make the stick stop wobbling. You
0: can't make the mind stop thinking. But you can
2: actively work to find your center. And when you do, that seems to be what stills the mind and the breath the most. Try to let it be a game. Try to let it be a practice instead of trying to be perfect or done with it. Engage with your practice. Balance your awareness. Feel for an even more inward point, an even more centered space, no matter how it feels on the outside. And allow the eyes to close if they aren't already. And try to notice the quality of your breath flow, the quality of your seat. And before we even talk about the prompts or the writing part. Just sort of reflect for a moment on what did you
0: actually use in your practice that helped you practice? There's a lot of ideas. There's a lot of philosophy. There's a lot of visualizations, imagery. But what really did you do with it? what landed for you in such a way that it was actually useful and helped you practice and try to, you don't have to name it, but just try to like acknowledge that there is something you did, something that was maybe inspired by the work that we've been doing. And that that's a a really great place to focus for your writing, even just
2: wondering, what was it? and asking yourself that and exploring that, never even naming it. But aside from that, this is the time that we have for
0: writing. Um, Marcella, feel free to unmute if you'd like to add anything to the prompts or to give any kind of direction on that level.
1: Uh, I'll just stick a couple of prompt ideas in the chat box in case anyone needs some inspiration.
0: That's an awesome idea. Thank you. And we're going to write for 10 minutes, which used to seem like a long time. Maybe it still does. I don't know. I think it seems like a pretty great amount of time. You'll be surprised. Um, so we're going to write for 10 minutes. I'll have a timer on the screen in case you ever need to reference it. The goal is to to try to not do any self-editing. That's We're trying to not like, you know, Oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to, you know, just try to let yourself, uh, as if you're doing a sketch of a landscape, you know, there's definitely something worth writing about and just try to let it happen as easily as you can. And as you go, if possible, imagine you're wobbling that stick, which is like your pencil that sticks wobbling, but can you feel any center point
2: while you wobble that stick across the page? All right. Just a heads up, we're about halfway through. Always good to recenter and keep trying to find that heart while you wobble. Just about a minute left. And finishing your thought. Let's all take a moment to reread what we wrote and highlight, underline uh, a keyword or phrase and put it in the chat box. All right, we've already got quite a few coming in and I'll write here for our group just taller amount. All right, Marcel, let's read them. Let's see. All right. Whoa. Ready? Yeah, go for it. Rudy, Reps, and Rain.
0: Wow, fun. Three favorites, blending like juicy veggies, fine herbs, and sauces.
2: Expand and accept. My bad. Spark of discovery. Oh. Rudy reps and rains, soothing like smiles, laughter and happiness, the energy-filled moment. Inspiration. A sweetness internally coming. The play between internal and external. Lighten, soften, lengthen. Held together. Watching the breath until all is left is stillness. Hi, this is Tony. Uh, for me, devotion allows us to no
0: longer wobble through life and group and down through, a- oh, sorry, and go up and down, sorry, and go up and down through actions or emotions. But through focus, we find equilibrium and balance. And with balance comes an infinite
2: peace that cannot be broken. And we should probably conclude with Rudy, Reps, and Rain. So thanks everyone.
0: That was really sweet. Um, Shoshoni, I know sometimes it can take a minute to like unmute and stuff, but I want you to know. Uh, please feel free to jump in if any of you would like to elaborate on some of your work. And the floor is open here as well. We've got a microphone. Um, would anyone like to um, elaborate on their keywords
2: or their phrases? Here's a eight second countdown until you are called upon. You're good, all right. I'm, I'm spinning the wheel. Marcella, do you want to call
0: on anyone? Or do you want me to spin the wheel? Go ahead. Oh, Pujari, would you like to elaborate on your keywords? Oh, Pujari has
2: lost her voice. Okay, got it. Yogita.
3: Okay. Well, at first, my mind was very active and then um, I don't know, <laughs> I wrote so much. Um, and then I, I was thinking about devotion means respecting, loving, caring, um, you know, doing a mantra to a deity or guru, a guru in connection with their energy and then I was thinking about balance, breathing into my heart and opening it wider and wider. And what helped me is watching the breath and the breath in and out with the sound of Homsab. And as I said, my mind was active but I kept watching the breath until I had a stillness.
2: <laughs> it's like, becoming the breath. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's so in line with everything that Babaji's been telling
1: us to, to do just like really that super simple, just follow the breath, which can be really hard when our minds are all going and we, but that is what's so nice about the Hamsa for me too. That's been a big practice for me lately is following the breath and having the hamsa or namashivaya mantra
2: Hmm.
1: yeah that's been really helpful
0: and i'll add to that i feel very similar Yogita. you know this class takes place at three in the afternoon here and sometimes we've just been working pretty hard and it's like you're still in that mode and to sit down and just meditate like right in the middle of the day like that can sometimes feel like this isn't going to be very deep. I'm just in my, I'm really in it right now. And I felt similarly, but I just was like, I'm just going to be persistent. Like you said, like, okay, here's my experience. And then here's all I, here's all, here's what I can do. And I was like, you felt Yogi just sort of like,
2: uh,
0: it just, uh, just sort of let it happen. Like not try to push or pull it, but like, okay, if I just put the energy in
2: what will come out the other side and yeah, you know, that's why I ended up writing about myself was similar to you. Does anyone I else see. want to either volunteer to,
1: or we can call on somebody? Anyone wants to just, you could either read something that
2: you wrote or just elaborate on what came up. Sure, we have someone, these Kirtanas here. I'm going to
0: switch the... Give them the mic, and I will switch the camera. You might
2: have to scoot one seat in. Yeah, you're good. Actually, you're in it. You're in it. I see you there. There you go.
4: Hi. Can you hear me? Okay, good. So I like poetry, and I like things to have a syllable structure and a rhyming structure. So. I will admit that I edited this and it took me more than 10 minutes, but this is something I wrote just the other day. Oh, hello. Um, And it's about having a good meditation and then like not wanting to participate in the physical life. Like I often find that I'll have a great meditation or I'll have this blissful experience. And then it's like. I have a lot of social anxiety or I'm just like disinterested in everything that's happening around me. And it's just kind of like reminding myself that that's okay. Um, Inward grasping, gasping, lapping hungrily the bliss, fearful leaving, heaving, scared of all the love I'll miss, sprinting inside to hide, blind to the external kiss, careful, listen, glistening is all that I remiss lighten, soften, lengthen towards all that I resist, float and follow inward, deeper still is outward bliss. And that last line, deeper still is outward bliss is like keeping that center and allowing that to be the conduit that makes it palatable to be a physical person around physical people and to interact with the physical world. Thanks.
2: Wow. Oh.
1: That's really, that was really amazing.
2: Awesome poem. Uh, and also, I feel that so much. I totally am like, just sometimes it's like, that's like what Babaji always saying
1: too about like bringing our practice into our lives. And then it's like, but, but I just want to stay inside my little meditation room and that's it. <laughs> especially after like an intensive i'm like oh this has been so great i don't i don't want to just want to stay in this little safe bubble that i made mm. and yeah yeah
2: i really really feel that and um just how the the practice that we've been talking about like the shambhavi
1: mudra like allows us to almost stay in that place and live our lives, but it's like this amazing, beautiful dance that takes so much practice of like, back and forth. And so we find that balance like we're talking about. So yeah,
2: I love that. Oh, yeah. And I'd also like to nominate that
0: for the newsletter. If you wouldn't, I don't know if you feel like it, but it just it's such a great sort of example of uh what that last darna was about because that last darna is going to be in the newsletter so that was, that was awesome and i'd love to be able to read that again on my own and like take my
2: time with it that was awesome yeah i know i know i wanted to hear it too twice are you asking for a, another reading oh sure i lost it. <laughs> got a request here for another reading Take
4: two. <laughs> inward grasping, gasping, laughing hungrily the bliss. Fearful leaving, heaving, scared of all the love I'll miss. Sprinting inside to hide, blind to the external kiss. Careful, listen, glistening is all that I remiss. Lighten, soften, lengthen towards all that I resist. Float and follow inward, deeper still is outward bliss.
2: Thanks, Kirtana. Right. So it doesn't have to be a poem, but would anyone else like to share
0: and a little bit from your writing? And I also will say, like, if you are working on things to bring them to this class and to use this space to work on them again, you know, like to edit or to like refine, I mean, that's, that's definitely what this is about too. You never have to just stick to what we're doing in this one room in this one 10 minutes just looking around sometimes you got to watch for the, the shuffle on the floor at Shoshone. all right rudy reps in rain oh pujari is going to sign for us Yep.
1: i think i think um if you could hear me um, yeah your
0: video's gone but yeah
1: right because i'm on my phone i can't do both oh cool cool time. but cool. um i just want to say i miss you all so much and the poem was so beautiful and it's so reflective of exactly what our practice is. <laughs> you know, like, oh, sometimes you just don't care what somebody's going to tell you. And uh, do you have to hear it? And sometimes, and sometimes you have that social anxiety and, and you come out of a blissful class. I mean, everything you said, Kirtana, was just in, so well-spoken in such a few words. Reps would be very, very happy. And
2: um, I think it would make a great song. That's what I wanted to say. I miss you all.: Thanks, Pujari.: Thank We miss you too. was uttered here and and here. Marcella, do you want to share something that you wrote or reflected on? Oh, yeah. Um,
1: so at risk of sounding very much like a nerd, I was reading, good thing there's no labels here. I was um, reading a dragon book this week <laughs> and it decided to come out in my writing just now. And I don't know if I'll necessarily read through it because it tends to not make very much sense when I just do this free writing but essentially I was uh, relating my uh, heart and relating the experience of like connecting to my heart and my heart as being this like big expansive dragon with golden wings and it just made me feel very like expansive and I was just like wow didn't expect that to come up so that was um very fun
2: um and kind of like in, about like connecting inside connects me more and more to that like
1: inner strength and power and also like wisdom
2: uh and so that was kind of Thank what came you. up <laughs> yeah because dragons they're always like pictured
0: in a couple mostly pictured like as these sleeping dragons and then they're pictured as just so massive it's like they really it's it's like this dormant Power within us, and then when it awakens, it's usually like you said, like this golden kind of experience, and definitely
2: seems. And I know Babaji loves dragons for for a very good reason. And um, I I played with the idea of.
0: Trying to pay attention to the wobble when I'm not moving at full speed. I had this feeling like, like some of the hardest times for me to to practice are when I'm tired, when I'm like tapering down, and feeling tired and realizing like, my I had this moment when I was just was asking myself, is it possible to be too tired to practice? And, I'm just, and I was just like, "Is it possible? Like if, if it's all about balance, if it's all about centeredness and it's under any circumstance, then every circumstance is plausible. And I was like, you know, because there's these moments when you're like, "I can't do one more mantra, or you feel like you're too tired and your mind just sort of like spaces out, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm interested in that moment um, when you're not at like peak capacity, peak performance? when you're when you're specifically not at peak performance, what does the practice look like then? And so that question just sort of bubbled up from the very end of the writing, and it's something I wasn't expecting to see in there.
3: But when I can't do mantra when I'm tired, i can I can always watch the breath
2: mm. yeah. Awesome.
3: And so oh, sorry, Yogita. Even if I'm laying down or something, you know, I can, I can always feel and watch the breath. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I feel like those times are kind of interesting too because it almost takes the most to, it is a really interesting thing to explore because I've thought about it too, is like it takes the most effort to start at those times to like sit down if that's what you're gonna do or just to do something. Cause your mind is like, no, I'm done but then it almost is like, maybe it's too tired to fight back. <laughs> when mm. you sit down, maybe it's like, oh, maybe you can have an even deeper experience. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's definitely what Baba says about Rudy. So if you worked really hard during the day, you actually had a better shot at quieting your mind because there was less resistance available internally. That's why he always works everybody really hard before their biggest meditations. Well, speaking of working hard, thanks, everyone, for making this class possible. Namaste. Um, Next week, we are going to be hearing from Yogita with a Teaching Moments presentation uh, about her mantra sankalpa that she's been working on. I think that'll be really cool to hear about her experience. And hey, all of us are either on our way to a sankalpa in the middle of a sankalpa or finishing one so sankalpas are a big part uh, you know of, of our work and so it'll be fun to, to sort of hear about that talk about the experience write about it share meditate um and so looking forward to that next week um thanks again for making this class possible everybody thanks marcella namaste